Kia ora, culture everyone. Welcome to Queenstown Live podcast. <laughs> Just laughing because we did this and then we're starting again because the internet disappeared. Um, I'm here with the lovely Nikki Jew, who was um, editor-in-chief at Next Magazine, Good Health and Wellbeing, and Supreme Editor of the Year 2018. Um, welcome. <laughs> it's like take two. <laughs> I love that. I love the rawness. So um, not to dig deep back into your story, but... Um, can I go over what, what happened for you right at the start of lockdown? Yes, sure. So we, so we, we headed into lockdown um, sort of busily trying to figure out how we were going to um, produce magazines while we were all at home in our houses. And um, we sort of had a plan and we were getting on with it. And then a week into lockdown, we all got called into a Zoom meeting, which we all just took from our bedrooms. Um, with our screens off and our microphones off and our CEO came on and said um, that you know he, he gave this sort of big speech and I thought god he's really laying it on thick here I guess we're going to get the 20% pay cut and no indeed they were shutting the whole business down so it was the actually the zero um, the zero pay cut um, so uh, yeah, oh, that was a, a big shock. I don't think any of us actually saw that coming. We knew that not being able to publish during lockdown would be a, a challenge, um, but we didn't think it would be curtains for the whole business. So, yeah. That, and so in terms of your hard. mind um, and, and the future, did you instantly go into, right, what am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? What's mum yep. going to do now? Yes, totally. Um, and then you're faced with actually the glaring truth that you can't do anything now except, except stay inside your house, um, be with your family, you know, talk to your friends on the phone. You know, couldn't even meet up with colleagues and have a drink and, you know, say, how are you feeling? Um, and so, yeah, there really was no choice but to kind of slow right down and process process at all and you know in hindsight I do think that's probably been a blessing but yeah certainly as a person who likes to just solve every problem by keeping busy and moving on and finding a distraction that was um yeah I really had to face face the truth there and so you you gathered three other women with you and it's three so it's is it Kelly Alice Emma and yourself Yes, that's right. And did you, did you, was that a, I'm going to, I'm writing down these names in, on my notepad, or did you just kind of organically have that conversation about what was going to be next? Well, we were all, you know, we were all good friends. So Kelly and Alice are from the New Zealand Women's Weekly. Emma's from the Australian Women, Women's Weekly, and I'm from Next. And we've all worked together over the years um, um, before as well. And so, you know, we were just, talking and we were um you know on the phone to each other a lot and kind of sharing how we were feeling about everything and it was actually Kelly who had had an idea for a, for a website quite a while ago and um and just had never kind of got around to doing it and she said you know what I'm gonna do it why not you know we've got nothing to lose you know we've got time on our hands yeah. um, <laughs> you know endless amounts of time yeah so let's just give it a go and and we were all suddenly really excited because it was something to do and it was a chance to do what we love, which is tell stories. And I think, you know, one of the real sadnesses about losing the job, you know, aside from all the practical realities of losing your job, is that um, we loved what we did and what we did was tell great stories and um, unify people and bring people together 
And I really felt that now more than ever, ever we needed that. And, and you know, in particular local stories. And um, suddenly we were robbed of the chance to do that through our jobs. Yeah. So we said, let's do it anyway. And, and that's what we did. And we really didn't think it would necessarily um, gain any traction. We, we truly just started it because it made us feel better and it made us happy and it gave us an outlet. And so and, Capsule was born. Yeah. And so explain the, the, explain the kind of the surrounding feeling and story around that. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, in simple terms, um, we wanted to write something for Kiwi women that was by Kiwi women. And we wanted to write about what we were all feeling. And we wanted to write about things that, that mattered to us in the hope that they were the same things that mattered to other people. And I really do think that when you come from that place, you know, you're not necessarily writing with anyone in mind, but just almost the story that you want to hear and yeah, you need yeah. to hear. And, and that has a way of connecting with people because if it matters to you, it probably matters to them too. And that's all you've kind of got really, hey. Yeah. You know, that's all you're left with is the stuff that you know that's in here. So it will yeah. connect with someone, whether that's yeah. or a hundred or a thousand or whatever. Yeah. And it, and it would just, it really was just kind of from, from the heart and, um, and we didn't necessarily, you know, know whether it would, and it did. And so straight away, you know, so it's only been two weeks. It was two weeks yesterday. Um, and the response has just been massive. And, you know, I, I, I guess I don't know why I'm surprised, because this is what we've all been doing for a living for the last 15 years. <laughs> we do know what we're doing. But you, one of the things about when you get made redundant is that, you know, even though you can't take it personally when your whole office gets made redundant and, yeah. you know, by somebody very far away who you've never met, um, you know, it's really hard to not sort of think, oh, well, I guess I'm not needed anymore and yeah. I'm not important anymore. And now I used to be this thing and now I'm just me sitting inside my house on my own. Um, and what we discovered was that actually that, that talent and that um, experience and those skills um, that, that we own those, they belong to us. They didn't yeah. belong to our employer. Um, they're inside us and we can still use them and you can do whatever you want like you can I, I went through the same thing of so I have two very different jobs I have a blog job where I do I write about stories and lovely people and things around New Zealand and then I work for a social services agency which is you know all about kind of trauma and grief and people going through stuff and that job took over that job and then right. I was like who am I now because I used to do these two things and then someone said to me do something that you love that you're not necessarily pushing to get paid for, but you actually, absolutely, it gives you an outlet from that side, which is where this came in. And right. then it just kind of went, because all these women were like, this is what we want to hear. We want to hear snippets of what other women around the world are going through, where I can connect and feel the same. And then you pour into that and you go, oh yeah, I am still me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am still me. I have still got that stuff that I can give and yeah. offer. Um, and I talked to Lisa Messenger last week and she said, you know, she's done so much work around resilience and, you know, all the shit we have to deal with. But she said, what I always come back to is what have I got that's useful? Yeah. What have I got right now that's useful? Whether that's in a really small micro place or on a world scale, what can I offer that's useful? That's really me. Yeah. Um, and she said, constantly come back to that when you're a yeah. bit, what am I doing? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's a great, you know, it's having a sense of purpose, isn't it, that makes all the difference. And yes, there are, you know, practical realities in terms of how am I going to get paid and how am I going to feed my family and Mm -hmm. all of that. But in terms of keeping your mental health, you know, in a good place, it's it's starting with finding that purpose. Yeah. And then once you feel that, then you can kind of answer those other questions. It's really hard when you just think about that and it all weighs heavily and, you know, it's the middle of the night and you think, shit, what are we going to (laughs) do? What am I going to do? What does it all mean? Exactly. Um, And so for the future of magazines, so like Mm. print, what what do you see because i i know i'm in the supermarket and i kind of have a little look and and at the minute my brain is like i don't want to be sold to you know buying that new thing is not important to me at the minute it's getting through the day and doing those jobs and getting the thing done and the how do we do that tastefully tactfully what is the future of that medium do you mm. for for magazines i mean look i honestly think magazines still do have a future and I hope they have a future you know I I love magazines and um I think yeah it's certainly a little bit unclear now and um and I think a lot of things are unclear aren't they yeah um and you you, know you're absolutely right I don't think you know there's been a lot of talk in recent times even prior to this about you know the importance of authenticity and um, I think that's now more than ever, you know, um, we don't want to be sold to. We actually want to be um, comforted and we want to feel that someone is truly, you know, reaching out to us. Um, yeah, so I think that's that's what what we need to focus on. I mean, yeah, of course, there are in order to in order to to live we have to make money so things have yeah, to be no, commercialized absolutely. yeah um, and, and sometimes not feel guilty about that you know like yeah. we still have to make money and we still have to do the you know pay for the thing and do the thing um it's just working out how we do that and in what way i know they did a, yeah. there was some poll last week where they asked people what was the biggest thing you missed was it shopping because everyone was like i need to get my hair cut i need to get my roof done um yeah was it shopping or hugging and everyone said hugging like that's the thing do you know yeah. and then we'll slip back into that shopping thing because we'd still love doing that and i mm. still love doing that but it was the actual touch of people first yeah true and i do think as well we did realize um you know you do realize actually that you don't need you know a lot of money gets spent um just on because you can you know um and I think we certainly learn when when the only place you can go is the supermarket you know actually you don't need all the other stuff that you might have ordinarily gone and done (laughs) just because it was there and and you could um and so we did all live much more simply and that was pretty nice actually. Yeah, 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 totally. And so for the future of Capsule, what have you got some stuff that's laid out for the next however? Yeah, well, we're sort of in the, the planning phase now really because, yeah, as I say, we didn't even know whether, um, whether it was going to be a goer. We just, we just felt like doing it. So yeah. that's where we're up to now is like, okay, what do we need to, you know, if we want to expand and if we do want to try and turn it into something that we can make a living from, um, what do we need to do next? So we're just absolutely in that planning phase and, and thinking about what, you know, there's various avenues you can take and, um, but what's going to matter to us is that it stays being the thing that we set out to, to be and to do. So that's really forefront of yeah. mine. 
absolutely no it's lovely it's really it's so exciting you know we humans are pretty clever it was like you know when all the all the memes came out right at the start and some of the stuff that came out and there was on twitter and online and you're like man we're we're clever things we we drive each other mad and we're not very nice to each other sometimes but my god we're so clever i know and it does it takes things like this to bring that out sometimes i mean you know some of the memes that i saw i would just be in fits every morning and it was like the, the worst things get the funnier people become you know and actually and and what was so cool about it as well was that you were seeing that from all over the world and we were all in you know we were all kind of experiencing the same thing in a way that you know I mean I certainly don't mean to suggest that everybody's having the same experience out of this but we were more unified than we normally are yeah um, and that was kind of nice. I know on a Friday, I used to have on my personal Instagram page, I used to do a Friday roundup and people used to, my mum used to sit and wait for it. She's like, when you put me on and I'd round up all the, the 10 things what, that had made me laugh the most in the week. And everyone would be like, we've been waiting for this all day. Oh, that's cool. That's <laughs> um, nice are you, uh, ready for your quick fire round? Sure. Okay. Uh, Vegemite or Marmite? I was definitely Vegemite. And definitely not that British marmite. I won't <gasps> Sorry. Great. My, my husband's is. English and he still insists that it's the better version. But, but it's not, not been in the supermarkets for about three weeks. I keep going in and they're like, it's not there. I'm like, where is it gone? Um, Zoom or Microsoft Teams? I've only been on Zoom, but I, what I tell you what I love is there's a feature on Zoom called Retouch My Face. Have you found it? No. Oh, it's a game changer. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I was feeling like, I don't want to go back into real life now because I feel like I've been, <laughs> been able to present this flawless image through made, Zoom and people are going to be, oh, that's right. It's been made for tired mums all over the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, spring or autumn? Um, definitely autumn. In, in, um, in Auckland, spring is just a washout. Um, autumn is stunning. Yeah, it is stunning. And, yeah, um, we, yeah, we're in the middle of a drought here, but I tell oh. you, what, the days are beautiful. Yeah, I know. It's still lovely here. It's clinging on. Um, Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, Star Wars, definitely. Um, hot bath or hot shower? Hot bath. Um, were you the place. type of girl who did your homework at the start of the school holidays or at the end, two o'clock in the morning? Uh, yeah, about five minutes before school went back again. That's, you know, that's what journalists do. Lot out there. <laughs> um, favorite New Zealand biscuit, and if you say ginger nut, we're never talking again. Oh, no, I wouldn't say that. I tell you what, I love a chocolate macaroon. I don't know if that's a New Zealand one or not. It's a Griffin's one. So yeah, yeah. Um, salt or sweet? Salt, I think. Um, cheese and chips oh yeah totally uh favorite flavor of ice cream well i get in trouble because i'm actually not a very big ice cream fan my my family gets annoyed because they want to eat ice cream all the time um probably like a kind of a caramelly kind of flavor would oh, be. nice um yeah. any one um person that you would have brought into your bubble uh, well, I, could, well we, I was, yeah, could have done with fewer people in my bubble at times. Um, but I would probably say, um, I'd have to say Jacinda, actually. I'd like to have brought her in and given her a lovely meal and taken care of her for a minute because, boy, did she take care of us. Boy, she did. And, boy, did she look, she looks tired, love. Oh, my yeah, God. She would have been. And, <laughs> you know, I think that, you know, often I would 
watch those um, press conferences with, you know, almost a tear in my eye. And I thought, how is she being so brave? You know, I just want to burst into tears. Here. I know. I know. God, so much. Um, and something that you've been listening to or watching that you'd like to recommend? Oh, well, we've been watching and it's, it's um, been around for a while, but we've only just discovered it is um, Shit's Creek on Netflix. <gasps> I've just started it. It is so divine. I love it. I love it. And, and it's actually great right now because, you know, this family who have reduced to, um, you know, from the extravagant lifestyle and it's just so hilarious. And it's um, just so lovely. I love Catherine O'Hara anyway. Like I, I'm obsessed with her, but, um, yeah it's just so simple and everyone's kind of quite nice to each other in a weird way it doesn't matter yeah. who you are what you do no exactly and it's also what i love it's only about 20 minutes 25 minutes long so you can watch 17 episodes exactly. in one day. exactly and you don't feel guilty at all you can and go better was, that your attention span is short you can be like oh it was 6 30 and now it's 11 o'clock and i think i've watched 13 episodes that's right um, well, Nikki, thank you so much. Um, tell me what you're going to go and do right now. I've got a friend. Well, it's Friday afternoon, of course. So I've got a friend coming over soon uh, with a bottle of wine and we're going to oh. drive to the beach and just sit and have a glass of wine and look at the sea. Amazing. Well yeah. done, you. Um, thank you so much. And um, we will, I, I will be watching with my eyes pressed up against the glass to see what's happening. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Amazing. Lovely to chat. Thank you.